Hello, I'm Grongi Maguire and this is Chantelle Fiduch and Pate. Hello. We bonded over our love of reminiscing about weird celebrity couples. The ones no one would believe happened if Google wasn't there to back it up. We want you to join us as we remember when love was young, times were simpler, and we really thought that Angelina and Billy Bob Thornton were going to make it. Every week we're joined by a celebrity guest to discuss the showbiz romance they never got over. So take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the the way way they were. Hi Chantelle. Hi Groyna, good to hear from you again. Hi. How are you? Look at us, like a, a like a bad penny, we're back. Like a bad what? <laughs> like a bad penny. Oh, like a bad penny. I thought you said bad pennies in the past, sir, and that they never go. <laughs> How have you been? Oh, I've missed your beautiful face. Same. I've I've missed our beautiful listeners. Same. I it's been a what a summer it's been. What a summer. If you've been in England, apologies. It's been awful here. <laughs> I'm just glad to be back. I'm very pumped. And we're also very excited about what, what we have coming up as well, aren't we, Granny? Oh my god. They said it couldn't be done, and yet it's happening. <laughs> All their enemies tried to sabotage it, mm-hmm. but they didn't succeed. That's right. Because in the great city of London, Governor, <laughs> <laughs> on the 15th of September. Two weeks to go, guys. Two weeks to go, Chantelle and I will be doing our very first live episode. There's still tickets available, I think. I think what they say is, oh, have a look because the new tickets are being released all the time. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. We're having to release loads more because it keeps getting sold out. We've actually changed rooms a few times now. We're going to be at Wembley by the end of the month, guys. So <laughs> get in quickly while you can. Shall we reveal who our amazing special <gasps> guest is? Yes, we can. Go for it. No, you let them. Well, let if the you've been keeping know. up with our social media, we've actually already announced this. But if you haven't done, then we are very, very excited. And this is very exciting for us. This is someone that we wanted to have on the podcast. And we thought of it, I think, last summer, I think. We wanted to get him on. Yeah. And it was like this wistful dream. We, we oh, manifested it. We did. Like, wouldn't it be great if we could have him on? And we got him better than being just a guest on the regular old podcast. He is our live, first ever live guest. It is the one and only. Christopher Hall, if you've been on TikTok or Instagram since I'd say 2019, especially during lockdown, you have definitely seen Christopher Hall. You could not have missed him. If you have, you've been on the wrong algorithm. He is one of the greatest rising comedy stars to come out of TikTok and Instagram. I'm obsessed and I'm very, I'm a bit like fangirl about it. I think I might get a bit, a bit starstruck when he comes on. I'm really, really excited. Uh, speaking of comedy legends, oh my god, super pumped to have on the show. Here's one. Uh, oh my god, she's just a doll. I sort of shared the same venue as her in Edinburgh when she was doing her debut hour. Oh, humble brag and- there. Well done, Grania. Nice. Straight in for the first episode of the season. Grania's yeah, back, guys. We're still doing all the same venues. And <laughs> she is just the most gorgeous, lovely, naturally funny, adorable baby. She's but enough about the- me. What about the guest? 
She is as lovely and as friendly and as normal for a comedian, which is quite weird, mm. as she is funny. Yeah, she is. When I was telling a friend of mine that she was the first guest we have come out for the new series, he was incredibly excited. Like, oh, she's a big one to get. Mm. Yeah, that's right. She is a big one to get. And that's the kind of guest we get here at the yeah. Way so get ready for the pure joy that is Maisie Adam. The, the way, way they, they were. Hi, Maisie. Hello. How Hi, are Maisie. We? How are you? I'm very well. I'm very, very well. I'm excited for this. I love a bit of celeb gossip. It's sort <sighs> of my... You have come I'm, to the right I don't even think it's a toxic trait. It's like you're curious about people, you know, that's yeah. what this is about. It's like interest in human nature. Well, it's interest mm. in only famous people. <laughs> I don't really yeah. care about people in general. I just care about I celebrities. For sure, my toxic trait is that thing of like, if ever me and Mike are watching a film or TV series, I will interrupt it with a fact about their dating history. Like even now at the moment, we're watching Wimbledon and it was just on, and I think it was quite a pivotal point in the match. And I just happened to look up, and I was like, oh, he used to go out with Nicole Scherzinger. And Mike was like, I don't care. It's match point. Shut up. But the thing is, I'm sorry, he's wrong, because you should <laughs> like, care. And that should affect I think that's valuable information. <laughs> that is valuable information. You want to know who to root for, and part of that information on who to root for is whether or not they've dated a pussycat doll. I, I think that's important agree. information. Definitely. You meant to go by what, based on how good they are at tennis. Oh, God, how yeah. basic can you get? Dump him. Exactly. <laughs> and it tells you a lot about how he is as a tennis player. If he's dated Nicole Schwer. Her. He's good at pressure. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How was that pronunciation no. going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she started. <laughs> We've gotten complaints about this. I'm, oh, I'm getting in there. No. <laughs> her. Is that what you just said? I said Nicole Schwerzinger. I think you're the I first one to ever correct, say it like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like it now. Go on. What I'm saying is that tells you a lot about his tennis style. He's good at pressure. He's good at like having to, you know, resolve straight away. I imagine. That is a, a high-pressure relationship to be in. So that is pertinent. And also, like, he's ambitious. Anybody yeah. who is, like, confident enough to ask out Nicole Scherzinger and think that there's at least over 50% chance of a, yeah. of a, of a positive response, that's, that's, that's a winning mentality. <laughs> and also... I'm not surprised he, she's only dated um, sports people because you've got to believe in yourself game. to win. If he does badly at match point, then you're like, he's probably suffering from the breakup of Nicole Scherzinger. So yeah. it's probably that's, that's happening in the mental space. They always I say don't the, think the you game can... is mental. Well, if you've got that on yeah. your head. I don't think you can get dumped by Nicole Scherzinger and that not affect your forehand. <laughs> I'll say it. Look at Lewis Hamilton. What have we, I mean, where's he yeah. been? Where's, yeah, he been, that's so true. We like but, to say that he's not been on the podium because Mercedes haven't sorted out their suspension. Maybe it's just Nothing that Lewis is still thinking about the good old days with Nicole. Yes, that's right. So we know you like celebrity gossip, but yeah. we are a celebrity romance podcast. So do you consider yourself yes. a romantic person? So, no, no, like not romantic. Like my, um, I'd say my love language is like very unromantic acts of service. <laughs> so like... The worst thing Mike to, Mike could do, my husband, is is like buy me flowers or write me a poem. Any of the like staple romantic things yeah. make me literally want to curl up and and vomit. Yeah, if it does um, the washing up. You're in. Oh my god! If he if he does the washing up, if he 
if he if he cleans the bathroom, that they is like oh bathroom, my god. On the odd occasion, no, he's very good at it. That's what oh, annoys he? me. He's, he's very good at it, but just oh, doesn't got a do it enough. And it's like, oh god, that that's sexy. That's a lovely thing. Thank I agree you. with you. That's on very that. nice. And making me a cup of tea, just little stuff like that, where you're like, you know, when you're already. You know when you have those like long admin days and you're just there at the computer and then mm. suddenly somebody just brings you a cup of tea oh. unprompted. Without I'm just asking, like, oh. they just walk in with it. Oh, yes, thank you. <laughs> Here's just like a plate with some toast on it. I've already buttered for you. Here you go. You haven't asked for it. I'm just presuming you might mm. want it. I'm like, oh, mm. get me but some like, knee pads. romantic stuff, absolutely not. And like, if I, like back when I think about, like back when I was like dating, I used to get the ick very quickly, mm-hmm. very quickly. People who text too much, Ugh. not a fan of that. People who people who text really naff things as well. Like I'm going to sound like such a bitch here, but um, I hate a um, how's your day going? Text. Oh no, like, no, Maisie, you're not a dick. You're not a dick. You are a wise, wise woman. <laughs> the like, amount why of men are you asking I've me a question to... that is only what we're going to cover when we meet exactly. up on our actual date? Give me one example of a flirtatious answer to how's your day been? It's impossible yeah. to answer that in a fun way. And the amount of Because if boys... you answer it honestly, you're like, well, now I come across boring. Yeah. But if I'm not just going to, I'm not going to make up stuff that's happened. And also there's only so sexy you can make, <laughs> yeah, just getting through some admin sound. <laughs> it's a conversation yeah. killer. How was your day? It's Anyone lazy. At... It's such it's a lazy. Worst. And I've had it's boys. So boring. Like friend, I've had friends of mine, like men who were like texting girls they were fancy. Like, oh yeah, I texted her. How was your day? She hasn't written back. And I'm like, well, I'm not fucking oh, surprised, me. That is, she's no. never shagging you. That's over. How yeah. was your day? Do you want a response? Send me, send me a meme or a funny reel of somebody like falling off a, a swing or a slide like that. That will get me on a date. No problem. How was your day? Is... How was your day? Oh God, it's the worst. Absolute boner killer. Well, speaking yeah. of laziness, that is one thing we can't accuse hey. this couple of being. Hey, oh, Grania, my word. With what the, a segue. With the seg- what a segue. name is segue. Not many people know it's actually an old Irish word for amazing <laughs> communication connector. Because Maisie... Yeah, but do you know what? You're, you're, you are right. Not shy of work. <laughs> Okay, good. The hints, the hints. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, uh, as always, beautiful Chantal has no idea of the incredible couple we're about to be dissecting for the next hour. So, right. Chantal, I can yes. tell you that Maisie's couple got together. And again, with all of this, this is sort of folk wisdom at this stage. Mm-hmm. Dates are nuanced, variable things. We think. Okay. I've just sort of picked 2000 as n- 2009 as when this started. Okay. 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 I just had to, I just had to call it. I just had to call it. Okay. Um, So set the scene. 2009, the world says hello to swine flu. It says goodbye to the king of pop. And then we all wanted to hear it for New York, New York. But this couple gave everyone an empire state of mind. Oh, Wait, it's wait, not wait, who wait, I... No, 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 no. Nope, yikes, it continues. Nope, okay. It continues. He used to call her on her cell phone, but in the end, it was just too much work, 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 work. One, so... yeah, these are not clues. These are <laughs> like incomplete sentences. <laughs> well, like, no offense, Chantal. If you've got any <laughs> struggle in guessing this couple, you should not be the host of this podcast. <laughs> you did say. There's a lot going on there. You well, had, uh, so, so the New York, that's okay. just because New York Empire State of Mind came out in 2009. So, that, so 
that should have been like a you threw me there. That was a bit of a red <laughs> yeah, herring. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. we're not doing Alicia. We're not doing Jay-Z. That's not happening. They're still together as far. I mean, they're not together. you know what I mean? We're not doing yeah. them. Yeah. And then obviously I got the Rihanna pretty reference pretty fucking swiftly. So are we doing Rihanna and Chris Brown? He used to call. Oh! I mean, that's it's a big one, but I'm pretty sure we've been we've been through this a few times and people have said Chantal, we're not going to do Rihanna and Chris that's Brown. That's a really clear, clear you've missed. I presume I'm right with... Um, with with Rihanna. Okay. He used to call her on his cell phone. And maybe oh, I should Chantal. be hosting this podcast, according to Maisie. Oh, my word. Come on. Come on. He used to call her on his cell phone. Cell oh, phone. fuck. Oh, my God. I, I actually don't even think of them as ever being a real couple. I, to me, they just were appeared in videos and he just fancies her forever. And it's really embarrassing. Oh, God. We had to discuss him at the award show when he tries to kiss her. And it's really bleak. I don't know if I can get through yes. this guy that's draping Rihanna. I realize. But, oh, my God, it's going to be too horrible. It's going to be an oh, hour strap of in, Strap in for the cringiest <gasps> simping. I think that's, I just want to block they did... it from my brain. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't what even know if they did say. I think he just Stone pimped. Re- like... Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm he already... just simped her. I already have PTSD. I can't do it. I'm excited, but oh my God, this is going to be horrible. <laughs> I think it's fitting that we've already covered, though, how not to pursue somebody when dating. Like, <laughs> if anybody is a, how was your day, texter, it's Drake. Drake, it's so Drake. <laughs> Drake, 100%. I bet he did that. And you know what else he did, Maisie? Did you always hate when they, um, the idea of men in the morning texting, good morning? Oh, <laughs> um, Drake would 100% text you about half past three in the afternoon with hey and one kiss. <laughs> and then like, around, around 11 p.m., night, night, princess. <laughs> <laughs> so, Macy, why, what is it about this couple that you can't look away from? What is it? We just said oh, what it is. <laughs> um, maybe that it's just so one way and not for like six months, but for like six years. It technically the still guy now. does I mean, not take a hint. It's never stopped. I, I, oh, it's no. so one way. And when, it, when it's on, like it's, it's been off more than it has been on. And when it's mm-hmm. been on, he's, he's sort of sh- oh, shot, like shooting his shot, but it's, it's missed oh, by... It, it's sort of with all the yards. best intention, but none of the well execution. Oh, like it's, it's so, and it's so publicly oh. embarrassing as well. I can't think of any other like celebrity couple that we've watched a guy try and fail this many times so publicly, yeah. and everyone knows about it, and no and one. I think crucially, no one main... finds it like romantic, and oh, isn't like no one's on his side. I don't know how he's managed to remain quite cool as well. Like, he's been publicly simping for, like, six years. Forever, basically. Being, being like, so publicly rejected. He's also, like, the most recent time that he was pursuing Rihanna, it then came out of nowhere that he had a kid. Yeah. Like, he's so bad at it. It's so bad. So bad. I think it only stopped because he had to concede... <laughs> like oh i've i've had a secret kid that's probably not going to go in my favor when yeah. when publicly pursuing her like <laughs> it's so badly done yet <sighs> somehow he's remained quite a cool figure in the world of music and i don't, I don't know, know, if he know has how anymore. he's done it 
I think I that ship has sailed by now. Well, I, think, maybe I don't think it's cool anymore. I guess with a, yeah. with a case as complex as this, we have to look to it the stars. We have to look to the stars above for guidance. So I'm just going <laughs> grinding. I'm stopping you there. Zero percent. I'm opening with zero percent. These two have no chance at all in the stars on Earth anywhere. <laughs> so according to their astrological charts, Rihanna, February twentieth, she's a Pisces queen. Drake, October twenty fourth. Scorpio Of course he fucking is He's not not even a cool Scorpio Even that doesn't help him be cool And have some edge Oh my god According to Their astrological chart Maisie And I want a percentage number of you What chances Do they ever have Of making it work I'd be so surprised If it's over 10 Surely, but I, but I, that that still wouldn't put Drake off, would it? He could <laughs> no. he could look this up and see that there's a zero percent chance, and he go, no, I I reckon I'll I'll be all right. <laughs> is it is it is it is it ten percent? Ten percent. Oh, Chantal, what are you gonna say? I mean, if I could go minus, I would. And if it's just anything above zero, the website you're using is giving us incorrect information because the there's not zero. I'm zero. I'm okay. zero right now. This is the first well, time I've ever said zero. <laughs> So according to those charts, when Scorpio and Pisces come together, they will both easily get carried away into an image of a fairy tale love. One of them did. That's that's a music video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's pretty much all they've been is music the video problem. couples. She knew it was just a music video. He did not. As two yeah. water signs, they will rely on their emotional judgments. The challenge here is for the nature of Scorpio, Drake, not to obsess and suffocate their changeable partner. <laughs> I've never believed mission in failed. this shit more in my life. He failed. Mission <laughs> failed. And for Pisces, Rihanna, to stop running away from negative emotions. Oh my God. This is good. How? Okay, so I feel like, Chantal, I might have turned you around to the, to the, the wisdom of I horoscope. Was, I'm not. This is the this first is time astrology I've, I've, okay. I've, I'm beginning to be a believer. Okay, this might turn a little bit. Their percentage chance of working out, 81%. See, there we go. It's all bullshit. Absolutely not. Absolutely bollocks. He's someone who definitely reads his horoscope and believes in this. So, oh, God, I bet, I bet he called you like, hey, my Pisces queen. Now that you've mentioned these Scorpio, I'm sure he incorporates being a Scorpio into a lot of his like it makes a lot of sense. Artwork and image. Yeah, I'm sure he's mentioned oh it loud. Oh my gosh, he's such a nerd. <laughs> okay, well, speaking of nerds, let's have a look at Drake's emotional CV. So um, he was born in Canada. His parents divorced when he was five years old. It's now, I think now. this creates a central schism in the personality that is Drake. Because what happens is, his parents divorce. He stays with his mother. So his mother, I think his mother is sort of like a quite a middle class Jewish background. Mm-hmm. So living with his mother, he's a theatre kid. He's in productions when he's a... That's a, a red he... flag. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, but it's true. She is right. There's very few. I and mean, we, we've covered a lot of theatre kids on this podcast. There's very few of them that turn out cool. I think yeah. like... Yeah. I think it's literally, we haven't covered him yet, but I think it's literally Tupac Shakur. That's it. <laughs> that's the only theory kid I could think of that He's turned out cool. He's the only theory kid that's turned Otherwise, out cool. Yeah. that's the level you got to get it. Otherwise, it ain't a good start. So he was in productions when he was little of Les Mis, which is very Drake. That's I can so see Drake. him like looking into the middle distance. One oh, day more, God, God, which yeah. is like his Rihanna oh, song, really. Just one day more. <sighs> so he's in Les Mis, he's in The Wizard of Oz. Then at the age of 15, he joins the cast of 
Degrassi, the next does. generation. So, yes. he is her kid, middle class background. However, his dad lives in Memphis. So his dad is in prison for a little bit. His dad's a musician. So I think he's like torn between this earnest theater background of his mother and then his dad's slightly edgier Memphis musical vibe. And also being Jewish in Canada while being half black is also a very isolating, I imagine, Mm -hmm. place to be. So I can understand why it would make him feel he has to overcompensate. Just to overcome, yeah. Meanwhile, across town, little Rihanna is way going across up. town. <laughs> across the Across town. Barbados, yeah. yeah. Let's be clear. She's pretty far. It's not the other <laughs> side of Toronto. There's a few puddles to hop over. So uh, she grows up in quite a deprived background. Her dad is an alcoholic. He also has like substance issues. Her parents were in quite a violent relationship. Rihanna used to get really bad migraines from like the stress of growing up. Then 14, uh, her parents divorce and she starts sort of pursuing her musical career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's, she's a scrappy little fighter right from the start. Yeah. Yeah. So then they meet, 2005, where do they meet for the first time? 2005, they're both little teenagers. I want to say that it was like, was it? No, it can't have been a music video. This is Drake it music Rihanna. Awards? It's always a music video. <laughs> Is it? Is it a music video? It's on the music video on the set of Pondery Play. Oh, of course. Her, her oh, first song. Why was he, was he around? Of course he, he was. He was an extra. Yeah, what was he doing there? He was just a theatre kid there in the background. He said an interview about this later on. The first time did. I met Robin Fenty was in 2005. I was introduced to her as the kid who played background music at the restaurant as people ate their dinner. This is giving vibes of like... Again, I can remember like when I was dating, if you'd go out with a guy and you just mention a band and they'd be like, yeah, I was actually like a fan of theirs from the get go, like their <laughs> early stuff. He's even doing that with Rihanna. Like, yeah, I was kind of a day one fan. Like, <laughs> I was actually in a Ponder replay. You know, you probably nobody asked you. You just turned up. <laughs> you just forced your way onto the set. So that was 2005. Fast forward to 2009 and things mm-hmm. are different. Rihanna has just broken up with Chris Brown. Drake is now a popular singer in his own right. And they okay, are... so he's broken through. He's yeah. broken through. He's famous at this stage. They are spotted at Lucky Strike, an NYC bowling alley. So they're just spotted Shit there. Day. I don't like think bowling bowling's day, a good day. Bowl- I like no, bowling, bowling but it's, it's risky. You never actually talk to each other because when it's their turn, you're sat on your own eating some curly fries. <laughs> And then they come back and you're like, oh, well done. Good strike. And then you have to go and pick a ball and you always forget which one's the heavy one and which one's the light one. Oh, it's fun. And then then you get to watch them mess up and you have little competition times and you go play air hockey somewhere. Come on, Maisie, it's fine. It's a nice wholesome date. I expect more for for Rihanna and Drake. No, it's basic. It's up there with mini golf. Like, oh, come on, neither of you are actually having fun. That's a bad date. That is a bad date. Maisie, what do you imagine going bowling with Drake and Rihanna would be like? Drake is absolutely somebody who uses the little ramp. Yep. <laughs> and he pushes he the, the ramp up on the side. And the bars up. Yeah, bars. 100%. And he thinks that that makes him endearing and cute. And I'm not like other guys. I'm not alpha and macho. 
Well, so that one night that they were spotted, it made it just the influence it made on the two people was quite different. Uh, mm-hmm. Rihanna quickly squashed rumors of a relationship, saying they were just friends. Drake <laughs> wrote a song about it. <laughs> 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 She's got oh. the ick immediately to said, no, guys, no, publicly, we are not. Definitely Who never, goes never. on one bowling date and one writes a song about song. it? So this is the lyrics. It's, it's from a song, Fireworks. Who could have predicted love could strike, but how you stuck with me? Damn, I kept my wits about me, luckily. What happened between us that night, it always seems to trouble me. Now, all <laughs> of a sudden, these gossip brags want to come cover me. And you making it seem like it happened that way because of me? But I was curious, and I'll never forget it, baby. What an experience. You could have been the one, but it wasn't that serious. <laughs> oh, that's an if instant that, block. If it wasn't that serious, then why are you writing a song about it, bro? It sounds pretty serious to you. That's, I can't believe he said strike. I can't believe he used bowling terminology. Oh, my God, Drake. Maisie, has anybody ever written a song about you? No. No, thank <laughs> God. I've had a song dedicated to me before, and I did not like that. I did <laughs> not like that. I went out with a guy at uni who sang at an open mic night, and he dedicated a song to me, and I've never... <laughs> I've never felt like my arsehole has, like, shot up into my lungs. It was... It was absolutely mortifying. Can we ask what song it was? What song um, was it? As if you don't remember. You so remember. What song was it? It was a slowed down acoustic version. Okay, you've got me already. That's, uh, that's what makes you beautiful. <laughs> oh God, I, I've got the direction? feeling again. It was awful. Maisie, everybody else in the room can see it. Everybody but can I see it, it, but also. You. It was a slowed down version and the first lyric is like, you're insecure, don't yeah. know what for. I was like, I'm fucking not. I was fine until you dedicated this song to me and now I'm very insecure about being sat here in this pub. <laughs> well, poor old Rihanna was in a very similar situation. Again, you would think that writing a song would be Drake getting it out of his system. Sure. It, it uh, wasn't. So then yeah. uh, at, around this time, in an interview with the New York Times, Drake says, I was a pawn. You know what she was doing to me? She was doing exactly what I've done to so many women throughout my life. Oh, sure my you God. have, Drake. Sure you have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is show them quality time, then disappear. I was like, wow, this feels terrible. One day. One day at one a bowling day. alley. Oh, my then, God. In another interview, he says, I'm at one of the greatest places in my life. I'm on top of the world. I'm extremely confident. So it's very rare that anybody, let alone a woman that I like, makes me feel nervous or makes me feel small. Oh, those are the sounds of a man who walked away from the interview in buckets of tears. That man is in the worst deep pit of despair of his life. When you start a sentence with stuff like, I'm actually really fine. If there was subtitles, it's always... To me, it's always like when men go... As a male feminist, and immediately I'm like, oh, you're a oh, sexist no. pig. Definitely. <laughs> Here Definitely. We go. Anybody that has to tell me they're something rather than their actions show it, it's a red flag. And to say all those things, I'm at the best point of my life. I'm extremely, who says the phrase, I'm extremely confident? I'm extremely confident. So oh, um, God. later on in the year, Rihanna releases What's My Name? 
featuring Drake. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've been quite hard on Drake during all this, but she he's does... A, I mean, he's a good musician. She, sees, she knows talent. She's, not, she's, she's mm. a good businesswoman. She knows what she's doing. That's it. I feel like this has always been interpreted as like, well, if she didn't like him, why did she do so many songs with him? I'm like, like, because, because he he's a really, really popular artist. Yeah, and he's like, really good. And your job is like, as a singer, at that time, it was really popular to have a verse done by like a rap. Yeah. Like, mm. It's just smart. So that was in October 2010. Then the following year, June 2011, Drake and Rihanna are spotted cuddling in a Montreal nightclub. We've all had a moment of weakness. <laughs> so uh, he responds by giving an interview in Elle magazine about the song Firework. Why does he keep doing interviews about it? It's so fucking weird. And he said, at the time it hurt, but she didn't mean to. I'll never put that on her. I was hurt because I started to slowly realise what it was. I guess I thought it was more. That was the first girl with any fame that paid me any mind. Oh my God, that's worse than the last time he spoke to someone. Is she, in all your research so far, is there anything, from what I remember, she stays pretty dumb about and all I this. will read you every single quote Rihanna says about Drake. And it'll take about 10 seconds. <laughs> So far, she isn't, apart from saying we're not going out together, she hasn't said anything. <laughs> She's busy, man. Got, doing other things, mainly other men. Go on. She's okay. busy working. <laughs> <laughs> so the following year, January 2012, Drake releases Take Care featuring Rihanna. And Lovely. So the song lyrics are, can't deny that I want you. But I lie if I have to, because you don't say you love me to your friends when they ask you, even though we both know that you do, you do, you do. I mean, it was a great song, I'll give him that. It was a fucking It was a banger. banger. It was a banger. That whole album was an absolute banger. He was, this is top of his game era. So do you think she was just, do you think she was in the situation where, okay, you're Rihanna, every single guy fancies you. And she's like, he's really popular. He's a really good musician. He's sort of the moment. Yeah, he's mm. a, like a little bit annoying and a little bit cringe, but it's fine. But the way he sings all of these things sounds really nice on my song and yeah. it will pay for my new house in Beverly Hills. I think that yeah. was the thought process. I think so. I do think Drake is misreading a lot of, let's be honest, essentially emails from her record company to his record company going, yeah. can Drake pop on this song, please? That's like, a, me every time I, it's like me every time I get booked by any male promoter going, oh my God, they are very <laughs> interested in me. Why are you like obsessed with me? Yes, I can do your show again. Okay, that's I just, weird. Oh, I feel really misled because you only ever want to book me for 20 minutes at a time. <laughs> yes, that's the job. That's the job that we're booking you for do you think can you imagine being drake's friends during this period oh my god Just imagine yes. the conversations yeah i remember like one of my friends having this thing with a guy where it just like you just run out of patience and sympathy and it gets to a point where the even when they start to talk about you just go, i just need to stop you there I need to stop you there i'm not going through this again it's a big no and you need to take the signs because you're embarrassing yourself and i think it's bad of drake's friends that they clearly didn't do this or they did and he just didn't listen i think it's probably the second one actually and they probably had a massive group chat in the side like oh god drake's talking about rihanna again <laughs> yeah he's, he's writing yeah. another song mate i'm telling him not to but he says he, he said this one's gonna work yeah steve you reply i did it last I time i can't do it guys i'm out i've done yeah. too much this month someone else has got to it's coming up to her yeah. birthday i don't want to know what he's i reckon in. they had a rihanna rota Whose turn is it to yeah. calm him down about Rihanna? 
So yeah. around this time, he gives another interview where he talks about Rihanna. Of course he does. Oh my God. He's the one planning these interviews, by the way. I don't think for a second these magazines are asking. He's just asking magazines, hi, can you please talk to me about Rihanna? He says, okay, and I'm, I'm, I'm drinking this. She's the ultimate fantasy. I mean, I think about it like, man, that would be good. We have fun together. She's cool and shit. But we're just friends. That's my dog for life. I'm not after pussy like I was three years ago when I was trying to make up for all the years when no girl would talk to me. But I haven't met somebody that makes everybody else not matter. Oh my God. He didn't say that. He did not say that. I tell you what, you're not Drake's, you're not friends anymore, Drake. <laughs> He's like friends. an incel like, on no, Twitter. Seriously, I'm not just after pussy, promise. No, really, I'm not. Honest, no, even if she offered it to me, I'd say no. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I, I don't want that anymore. What an oh embarrassing collection of sentences. <laughs> All together. We're still in 2012. Fucking hell. Oh, no, in June of that year, <laughs> Drake and Chris Brown reportedly get in a fight over Rihanna in a nightclub. Oh, yeah, God. let's inject some toxic masculinity into this. Yeah, get that in there. Let's tick off definitely. every single one on the on the red flag bingo card. This will make him look better. In <clears throat> September of that year, there's a bit of controversy when Rihanna doesn't clap for Drake's MTV's VMA win. Mm-hmm. I don't blame I her that. because all, all she'd have to do is clap and he'd take that as a sign of, hey, we're back on. <laughs> we're back on. I'm in with a shot again. Here we go. She loves it. She's probably had several texts from him going, stop leading me on. So she's got, <laughs> right, I can't even do anything. Probably can't even do eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Rihanna remained unbothered and instead of clapping, whispered something to her best friend, Melissa, that many believed was an insult about Drake. I remember probably this. not. Probably just that he would have read a round of applause as a proposal. Yeah. <laughs> so Drake addresses the Chris Brown beef during a radio interview the following year. So remember, he had a fight with... The fight happened during the summer. Mm-hmm. Rihanna now isn't talking to him. This is April of the following year. Mm-hmm. Drake oh, says... so embarrassing. Don't ask me shit about that man when I come up there and leave that man alone. Stop preying on his insecurities, man. His insecurities. Glass houses, Drake. With all due. His insecurities are the fact that I make better music than him, that I'm more popping than him, and that at one point in my life, the woman that he loves fell into my lap. Oh, Oh, this is disgusting. Like... Like competing publicly with the ble- and using Rihanna as points, it's so childish and yeah, red flag and all of this is building up. It's building up. To... We all know what it's building up to. Yeah, yeah. It's building up to that, that, yeah. that horrible speech. That I can't. Oh my god! Okay the, I remember the way she's. St- oh my god! Okay, but it, it, I it makes sense. All of these things as to why he thought that that was romantic. Just bear in mind, by the way, I'm just going to give you, uh, and I don't know who all these people are, but I'm going to give you a list of all the other women that he was linked to during the past two years. So in 2012 and 2013, Drake was also linked to Kira Chaos, Tyra Banks, Risha Ora, Sophie Marie, Courtney Janelle, Kate Dennings, Miracle Watts, Sin Santana, Serena Williams and Tatiana Ali. Are these just the people it. he DM'd? Yeah. <laughs> so Serena Williams, as if. Oh my God. So March 2014, so that's the following year, uh-huh. Rihanna joins Drake on his European tour. Business, by the way, Drake. Business. Yeah. Separate dressing rooms. She's just there for business. The yeah. following year, Rihanna tells Vanity Fair 
that she is not dating anyone, including Drake. She says, <laughs> my last real official boyfriend was Chris Brown. Did she say, Grania, I'm not dating anyone, including Drake? Like, did she single him out? Because <laughs> that'd be amazing. The following year, May 2016, Rihanna and Drake are seen very affectionate at her concert after party in LA. Apparently, they were seen dancing all night together. Guess what you do at a concert? <laughs> How does Drake respond to being seen publicly dancing with Rihanna? Oh, God. He gives an interview where he says, Rihanna, was it my... <laughs> Actually, sorry, this wasn't an interview. He says this on stage. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> he can't even, even the magazines are like, we're not doing this again, Drake. All you want to do is talk about Rihanna. So Rihanna's there in the audience. Oh. And Drake says from the stage, you showed up two nights in a row from my city. Oh, no. You might have to go half on a baby. Oh. <gasps> What is wrong with him? I can't believe this man writes lyrics for a living. I know, I know. Um, okay, so then in August of 2016, days before the VMAs, Drake gifts, in inverted commas, Rihanna, a billboard congratulating her on winning MTV's Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. It's all so performative. It's also like, it's these big public declarations Mm -hmm. where it's like, mate, if you haven't achieved the the little ones, if you haven't got, you know, through the sort of um, sweet texts and you're having like lovely little meetups and things are going well, then maybe move on to a big declaration. But don't. Don't jump in for, let's be honest, the sixth or seventh time with an unrequited public declaration of love. Billboard. It's the thirst. Oh, my God. So she, Brianna, posted the image of the billboard on Instagram and she titled it, When he extra, question mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Take the hint, Drake. She's now just publicly shaming you. She's given up with a nice text saying, hey, man, not going to happen. Sorry, I love being your friend. Now she's just blasting you in public. And also, like, that going well would be like, oh, my God, he's so sweet. Look what he's done. The fact that it's just when he extra with loads of exclamation marks, (laughs) that's, ha, 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 wow, what a... What a what a gift. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so now we've come to it. It's August 28th, 2016. Oh, oh, fuck. I don't think I can listen to this speech, <laughs> genuinely. It still makes me so it. angry. It's so indicative of that kind of bloke that's like, how can I make this woman's success as a professional about me as a person? How can I bring it back to me? How can I gain attention and interest and traction from this woman's success? Like, the sole point of this award was to honour her with one of the most prestigious music awards Mm -hmm. for all that she'd done as a musical artist. And he somehow managed to make it about himself. It's so gross. And thought that that was really romantic. And probably to everyone, thought, yeah. oh, what a nice, what a nice Masked guy. I made. In the oh, name nice of guys romance. finished last. Oh, well. I genuinely thought this was a really sweet, lovely time to do this at her, during her moment, to just sabotage it completely. Come on, Grania. Okay, here we go. We love the oh, videos, God. which changed their artistic vision from year to year. But most of all, We love the woman who hasn't changed since day one. She's someone I've been in love with 
since I was oh. 22 years old. Oh, my God. Not relevant. Oh my God. Not relevant to her it's career totally... in any way you... at all. And you didn't set the scene, but this is the MTV Awards. This is yeah. her winning the Michael. This is such a massive, ma- and she stood next to him on the stage. Is she on the stage at this point? No, God. she's off stage. I think is she's she off stage. stage. She's off stage. She's off stage. Okay, she comes Looking up for the nearest one. exit. Oh my God, you would be. Go on. She's one of my best friends in no, the world. No, That's not. embarrassing. All my adult life, I've looked up to her, even oh. though she's younger than me. Oh, God. Oh, you she's... can look up to people who are younger than you. <laughs> you don't need to point that out. It's not a big deal. She's a living, breathing legend in our industry. Yes, so list some of the stuff she's achieved. <laughs> so she gets the award and then mm-hmm. apparently, people said at the after party, Drake was literally shadowing her, her every moment. And was just so affectionate and adoring the entire night. I mean, when he got, when he gave her the award, it's not, when he gave her the award, it was, I mean, I implore you to go watch the video of it. If you have anyone listening. It is the hug. Mm. And then she has sort of said I've never seen so much said in a hug. It's hard to say a lot in a hug as well. If anyone can do it, it's Rihanna. Wasn't she wearing like an off the shoulder in my head? Yeah. I'd be so tempted to like go up, take the award, be like, thank you. It's an honour to receive this award for the following things I've done over the years and then list all of the stuff that Drake should have just mentioned. (laughs) So afterwards, Drake captions a photo of the pair saying, this is a night for us, all to be thankful for what you have done for us. You have affected so many of our lives in the best possible way. Tonight we celebrate you. Tonight we celebrate you after my speech all about me and this Instagram <laughs> post referencing us. But tonight we celebrate you, sure. Rihanna responds in a very lengthy Instagram post at the very end saying, Drake, your speech was so touching and I love you for that. That's very, thank you so much. I'll call you. Very bless your heart. It's very that yeah. vibe. Yeah, it's very bless. I think bless. I just see you like as a brother, you know? Yeah, that's so sweet. Oh, cute. Mm. Um, so September of that year, just days after Rihanna shows off her fresh tattoo of a camouflage print shark, Drake <coughs> appears Important. with the exact same tattoo on his right forearm. <sighs> honestly, no. honestly, I'd call the police. I would call the police at this point. It's That's getting too much. sort of fatal attraction levels now, isn't it? It's Bit getting single boiler. white female vibes. Yeah, he's going to start dressing like her soon. Then the month later, a source close to the couple say it's an open relationship. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> that not. That source is Drake. That source is Drake and they're not a couple. That's so... The magazines want to be interviewing properly yeah, anymore. That's Drake <laughs> ringing up source. going, we're together. And they go, well, we've got these photos of her snogging so-and-so in a nightclub. Yeah, no, no, no. I know about that. I know about yeah. that. It, um, what I meant is I, we're together, but it's open. I actually open. like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that, that is what I was going to say next, actually, is, is we're together, but it's open. Totally. Um, so I'm glad you brought it up, actually, because you've, you've saved me time. So, yeah, all good. <laughs> so then the following year, April of 2017, they have an awkward run-in where there are kids' birthday party and Drake has told everybody he's dating Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh my no. God, it's like a sketch. 
It's like a no. sketch. Like, what would be the if you turn up to a party and your ex is there? The like, it's like me. word vomit. Yeah, it's good to see you. Actually, I've been good. I've been good dating. Um, I'm dating. Who am I dating? J-Lo. I'm dating Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> yes. So yeah, going really well. Thinking of um, thinking of actually going to buy a house together soon. So how are yeah. you? You're not still single. Are you? No, no, I'm not concerned if you're single. I'm just just curious. Yeah. So apparently, so whose kids' party is? This? I don't know, but sure apparently I'm... Rihanna was avoiding Drake and just spent all the time playing with the kids. Oh, was she? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then, this, a month later, Drake gives Rihanna a birthday shout out during a concert. Was it a J Lo concert? <laughs> <laughs> he says it's somebody's birthday today. Somebody I have a lot of love for and a lot of respect <laughs> for. So instead of singing happy birthday. We're just going to do this. And then he started singing, work, 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 work. Let it go. Then the following year, Rihanna says she and Drake are no longer speaking. She's not the first time she said that. (laughs) She's just repeating herself. She says because of a legal constraint. (laughs) She says, we don't have a friendship now, but we're not enemies either. It is what it is. And then she said, waiting through that speech was probably the most uncomfortable part. I don't like too many compliments. Yeah, that wasn't a compliment. They weren't. (laughs) They weren't compliments. Just she's too nice to say it. So bear in mind, again, we're in 2018. Rihanna gives an interview. She says, I am no longer talking to Drake. In that same year, Drake gives an interview where he says he wanted to start a perfect family with Rihanna. Oh my God, Drake is I really thought you were going to say that he said, like, oh, yeah, it's over. We're not, I want us on a perfect family. He said, as life takes shape and teaches you your own lessons, I end up in this situation where I don't have the fairy tale. Like, oh, Drake started a family with Rihanna and this is, like, so perfect. It looks so good on paper, by the way. I wanted that to open time. It's so unhinged. This has been going on since 2007 you started this with? 2009? 2009. So now in what year, Gronya? 2018. No, we're about. We're entering 2019. Fucking hell, mate. Oh, it's The next interview. They went on a bowling date, guys. That was it. <laughs> Honestly, I begin. Brad Pitt and Sunita had more of a relationship than Drake yeah. and Rihanna. In May 2019, Rihanna says she doesn't plan on collaborating with Drake anytime soon. Can't imagine. No, because look what it leads to. Then um, in March of the following year, Rihanna does a live stream. Drake drops in with jokes <gasps> on the does. comments. Oh, God, on the comments. He just dropped it in the comments. He, uh, oh, Rihanna, my God. Oh, my God, not on the comments. Oh, my God. I feel like that's so... maybe because that was the only way of communicating. Like, 100, maybe. 100%. Like, he, he's tried WhatsApp in. He's tried DMing. Going through his agents. Happening. Nothing. Yeah, so he's the only way, like, my friend, my friend Steph broke up with a guy like 10 years ago. He's supposedly moved on and everything, but occasionally like every fortnight he views her LinkedIn because she's blocked him on everything else. I don't think he knows how LinkedIn works, but we yeah, can they, see. You can doesn't see he know they send the email of who's viewing your profile? <laughs> yeah, and like every two weeks it pops up. And it's like he's he started a family with somebody like... He's moved on, but oh he's still God. checking Steph's LinkedIn. This oh is the God. this is the celeb version of occasionally viewing your ex's LinkedIn. 
100% the comments Joining on their an Instagram stream. live and commenting shit jokes. So the very last interaction they had as a, a couple, and I use that in the broadest sense of the word. Very yeah, broad. Very, very generous. Is in June 23 when Rihanna covered up the tattoo that Fair, she acc- you would. That accidentally, yeah, the matching drape tattoo. Sense. Because you I just mean, know that now. if ever there's like a photograph in the paparazzi, like the, the, the paparazzi put out and sh- that tattoo's on show, Drake would see that and be like, that's a sign. So he'd, see it, he'd see it like Batman putting that sign in the sky. He'd be like, <laughs> yeah. she, she's deliberately got that tattoo out. It means that yeah. she wants to she wants call her. He <laughs> 100% would. <laughs> so it was very hard to like pinpoint when this couple got together. And when they broke up, I won't like two thousand nine you know and two thousand nine. I picked, <laughs> this, I picked this couple, and I'm actually not even sure I've fulfilled the brief you gave me, which was to pick a couple. I think I've picked two people who once went on a bowling date in the late noughties, and the guy would not quit. That's what I've picked. I think you're right. I think you are. But right. we still have to ask you the question, Maisie. The tough one as well. Well, we've got sort of three questions, really. First one, like, <laughs> between Rihanna and Drake, why do you think it didn't work out? Um, Take your time. Take your time. Oh, gosh, yeah. What, what, a, what a difficult thing to sort of pick apart. I would, <laughs> if I had to be an expert, if I had to, you know, take a stab in the dark, I would guess that it didn't work <laughs> out uh, because it was completely one way <laughs> from the get-go for an entire decade. <laughs> He just thought, you Maybe know, something you to do with that, Gronya. Maybe. You pursue the girl, you hustle, you hang around long enough, you hover. This episode does pose the question of when does it go from hustle to stalking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a liminal space, isn't it? Do you, think, yeah. do you think he really thought, because she, you know, I can imagine that she went through that horror show with Chris Brown and Drake seems like... He really likes her. Maybe I could I can see why maybe she thought, oh well, he seems really keen and he seems kind of less drama. And maybe he thought, oh god, her last boyfriend was such a nightmare. This would be easy mm. for me to be better than him. Mm. I still think like it's not the only two options there, is it? It's not <laughs> that's the thing. horrific monster like Chris Brown or like or... a guy that's so overly simping for you. <laughs> like and and has kind of gone that full circle of like, I'm such a nice guy, I'm such a nice guy, that actually it's become my personality to say that I'm a nice guy, mm-hmm. so actually I'm not really a nice guy. Yeah. Like, it's so, it's so the other way. You've got to go somewhere in the middle. You've got to go a little bit liberal Democrat with this. Yeah, yeah, true. Maybe she should have gone out with Nick Clegg. That's what I'm saying. He was very big during that period. He would have yeah, been a good couple. Okay, second question. In the great splish... Mm-hmm. Because in every split, there's a winner and loser. There's one you're worried about, the one you're oh, happy gosh, for. Oh, gosh, which one's which? How do we choose? <laughs> who thrived? Oh, God. Who simply survived in the great split <laughs> oh. between Rihanna and Drake? I'm not oh. sure he survived. I, yeah, I, I, can we just pick one thrive and one left by the wayside? Um, <laughs> I mean, it rhymes still. Yeah. So yeah. Re- Rihanna is now with ASAP Rocky. <laughs> oh, oh, with two so children. Hard. They've got two like, babies. He's such a beautiful hard. family. I know I use that phrase yeah. a lot, but he's so hard. It's bonkers to me how hard he is. Mm. I think it's They're easy. a great couple. And also, he has never once, like, gone for the capitalising on the fact that I'm dating Rihanna. Let's see if no. I can get more brand deals no. from this. Let's see if I can create a buzz and a conversation, which it feels like Drake was constantly doing. Mm-hmm. Was like, oh, I've got an album out. I might pretend I'm going out with Rihanna again. 
Yeah, they both barely, barely talked about it. But that's because yeah. ASAP Rocky has a little thing called BDE, which Drake literally couldn't spell. Like <laughs> yeah. That is precisely what Drake is missing, has never had. And Rihanna has that in spades. Yeah. Drake Rihanna thinks is that's, walking BDE. Drake thinks that's big Degrassi energy, which <laughs> yeah, is he would what do. he has. It's stage <laughs> he kid. Do. It's stage kid it's energy is what he's got. Yeah. All he's got. Uh, Drake is now currently dating, let's just say models, because it's yeah, very big. It's just model. I think yeah. him, him and Nick Cannon just circle around the same I think sort of so. 10 Instagram girls and see what happens. So so that's the end of Rihanna Drake. What, Surprising. What a parable. Can... What, a, what a myth for our times. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, I think if ever you're sort of questioning your maybe your current relationship or wondering if you had a really bad ex or anything like that, I think listen to this episode and it will really make you feel better about life yeah, yeah if, if, you ever, feel if ever you're about thinking like, oh my god i really feel like i embarrassed myself in pursuing yeah. that person i sent a drunk like, text once oh that was bad yeah if you've done the drunk 3am you up text and then you've been really embarrassed about it uh, this podcast i'm sure has been wonderful for your yeah, mental health 100 do you not have, worry you have not been drake do no, not worry drake's done that daily you haven't yeah. drunk dialed a billboard yeah do you yeah, know what i mean that's it that's it Oh, my oh, God. Um, God. So we've got one more question before we release you into the wild. We do. We do have one more question, Maisie. We ask all our guests this. I know who's not going to be the answer to this question, but there is a lovely woman out there that we're constantly trying to find a partner for. At the moment, I'm not quite sure, Grania, if she is still with the person that we thought she was with before. But as far as we know, mm. she's not yet found her match. Yeah. Okay. So can you put your thinking cap on? And think of someone, any gender is not an issue. If they're with someone, also not an issue. Just who do you think we can get with? The one, the only, share. Oh, that's an exceptional question. Thank you. That is great. Share is an icon. She's yep. strong and powerful. And she doesn't care what other people think of her. She's very important and for this I podcast. I think mm. there is somebody else who is a fellow oh. contemporary, I think it's She's fair got to say, someone. of Cher. She's got someone. Um, they're from a similar time in music. They've had very successful careers. They both okay. don't give a shit about what people have to say about how much work they've had done, what they look like. This person does have a husband. Okay. But this husband is famously happy to stay in the background. I know who you're talking famous. about. I know who you're talking about. So I think he'd like be it. more than happy to go with this Cher needs to see out the rest of her days in a lovely romantic relationship with the one and only Dolly Parton yes fucking right Dolly Parton exactly mm. great I don't know how we haven't had that before and it's perfect yeah perfect imagine oh, the music amazing amazing imagine their imagine their Christmas parties do you know what I mean I they'd know. be exceptional they'd get deals Cher on their surgery because they get two for one deals you know absolutely stuff. absolutely Oh, and yeah. the comedy, the wigs, oh. the makeup. Oh, imagine them getting them getting ready together. That's such a They'd good one. They'd be perfect. Nancy. They'd finish each other's sentences with really like totally. witty innuendo. Stuff. Oh, yep. they'd be an, an excellent couple. Excellent imagine, couple. Imagine their Vegas residency. Like honestly, oh, that would the gays would die. <laughs> just all the gays would die. A dolly, a dolly and share duo is <laughs> don't know if the gays can handle dream. it yeah yeah <laughs> oh, oh great what an amazing couple thank you great choice thank you That'd so much me i think they would be thank the you. opposite they would be the opposite of rihanna opposite. drake i think yeah. you'd find the both ends yeah it's yeah. two bdes together they'd, Perfect. they'd be great they'd be great 
and thank you for having me guys thank, thank you, you so amazing and, and i hope you had fun i loved it where can great listeners fun. find more of your wonderful brain and wish Oh, wow. On social media, which mm-hmm. is Maisie Adam on all of them. That's your Twitter. That's your Instagram. That's your, hey, that's the new kid on the block threads. Uh, mm, um, yep. Get involved. Uh, that's your MySpace, your Bebo, your Pixo, your Habbo Hotel. I'm there. <laughs> and have you got. She never leaves any of them. Are, are you've got any tour coming up or is there anything where people can uh, go see you? <laughs> I'm not on tour. I'll just be gigging around and around and around, and I'll hopefully it's a lifelong see you on one tour. I'm pretty busy at the moment because I'm dating Jennifer Lopez. Oh right, I see. Okay, yeah, yeah. There, sorry. sorry, yeah, yeah. Not, is that why you're in a bit of a rush? Got to go. Yeah. Actually, got to yeah. go. J-Lo's. Jen- Jennifer's on the phone again. Yeah. Oh, I was on the blower that one. Ooh, yeah. Giving it all this. <laughs> oh. hey, thank you. Th- thank you so so much, Maisie. Oh, thank you, guys. It's been really fun. The Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We want to hear your celebrity couple crush, so email us on thewaytheywerepod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and we're on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks to you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye. Goodbye. The way they were.